Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Brennan's View condos are presented by Irish Realty. Only a few luxury units remain. Tailgate on the Brennan's View's rooftop deck, just steps from Eddy Street Commons and the Notre Dame campus. Take advantage of a $2,500 buyer's upgrade package through the end of November. Check out brennansview.com or irishrealty.net. What's going on, folks? Mike Singer and Tim Hyde with this week's uh, Notre Dame football show here on our YouTube channel, Pod Like a Champion, for those folks listening via podcast. Uh, and this show is brought to you by Brennan's View Condos, presented by Irish Realty. So, Tim, it's, uh, it's a Wednesday night, and there is a lot to talk about in the world of Notre Dame football, wouldn't you say? Oh, gosh, yeah, it's wild. I mean, it's been wild since we did that live show you put together within 15 minutes when Drew Pine hit the portal. It has a, uh, yeah, it hasn't, it hasn't stopped, but this is college football until, until it changes again. Correct. So this is what it is. It's just going to be wild madness playoffs. Can't wait to get the 12 team playoffs. That's just going to be even wilder porthole. Who's going, I mean, that's going to be crazy come that December of 2024. So we'll be there before we know it. I've come around on that, by the way. I'm coming around on the 12th team. I like it. It's it's going to be had a good debate the other week about it, but yeah, I'm 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 for it now. I'm I'm excited about it. I like it. I, yeah. I like it. I like it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be, be fun. fun. Just real quick on that, because there's going to be, you know, you want to talk about upsets. There's going to be number the seven seed, say Alabama, one year, right? That loses two games like they did this year. They may have to play a road game or something, and then they're going to face a higher ranked team. But if it's a neutral site, it's a neutral site. And by the way, I saw uh, that the, the AD at uh, Michigan came out today trying to get those quarterfinal games to be home games. Hmm. So we'll, we'll, SEC said no. <laughs> so that's hmm. going to be the next battle. Hmm. Because the SEC knows their number two and three teams are going to be top ten teams. Only one of them is going to be in the top four. Alabama this year would host and then the next week let's say they play TCU the three seed. Do they want to play TCU in at TCU or in a in a bowl game site? So and and, and what, like Michigan, what if it's December 20th, right? And it's a snowstorm. Does Tennessee want to go there? Heck no. So that's gonna be that I just saw that today on the, in the Atlantic. So the 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 big breasts are already starting to argue about the next point. Never ends with those guys. Atlantic or the athletic? Oh, the athletic, yeah, the athletic, yeah, the yeah, the, it's one of the A's. <laughs> well, uh, well, folks, appreciate you joining live with us or watching back or listening on podcast. 
Um, if you're on YouTube, please do hit the thumbs up um, on this video. It really does help support what we're doing here. And you can also subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any content that we have here on our Blue and Gold YouTube page. Um, and if you're watching live with us, you can drop a super chat and we'll get to any questions you have um, as soon as we can. Or if you're watching back, you can drop a super thanks, um, which is if you just want to support what we do and drop a comment on a video, you can uh, leave us a few bucks, uh, basically like a tip. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you want all of the latest information on Notre Dame football and recruiting and Tyler does an amazing job covering women's basketball and Patrick men's basketball and get all of that um, at blueandgold.com. Um, Tyler and Patrick will be going down to Florida to cover the bowl game. So we'll have um, good video coverage and written coverage on our website. So, Tim, um, let's go to our best of the week. I'm going to go first, if you sure. don't mind. Um Mine, I'm, I'm going with two. Ashton Pollard always did not like when I went with two, but I'm going to go with two. This, so this is our video that we did um, that me and uh, WSBT's Darren Pritchett did. Look at this. Um, look at these page views F or, or these views on this video, 42,000. And if you go read the comments, it's mainly just people yelling at me, but um, Colorado fans or Deion Sanders fans, whatever. Um, but uh, hey, we'll take it. We'll take the angry views. I need to go. I've not, you know, because I, I love your interviews with Darren. I watch all the That one I've not seen. Thousand on a video just with the news of Colorado offering to, uh, Dylan Edwards. Uh, and I accidentally called uh, Deion Sanders Deion Edwards because um, I'm producing the video and being interviewed. And I just, it just slipped. And uh, so I got a lot of hate for that. But hey, we'll take it. We'll take it. Oh, I love it. Um, the second wanted to mention, uh, this young man, we don't have a dedicated segment to talk about him, but I wanted to throw in that, uh, four-star athlete, Brandon Hillman from, um, the Virginia beach area committed to Notre Dame. So that's a four-star athlete and, uh, man, what a pickup for the fighting Irish. Um, you can watch our video that we, uh, we recorded actually after last week's show, uh, Tim and I recorded late and then, uh, obviously posted right when he committed. So, uh, yeah. Any, any quick thoughts on this big news, Tim? Yeah. Go watch our video. I mean, I, I mean, we raved about him, had a nice little video breakdown with him. Outstanding athlete. I mean, it's, I mean, some of these last second recruits that Freeman and them have gotten have been athletes, athletes trying to find spots for these guys, more speed on the field, guys to develop, find a home for them. And they've been, I mean, they're going to get some of these guys here. So it's, it's exciting. He's a heck of a football player. You watch his video and you're like, yeah. like I said, I love him at, at DB just because I think he is fast and just crazy aggressive to the football. And offensively, you put the ball in his hands. He, he's a playmaker. He's a hell of a football player. Tim, I lied. I'm going with three, three super chats. Or, excuse it. me, uh, three, uh, best thing. How about this? Oh, um, we had 20,000 YouTube subscribers. I saw that. 20,000. Oh, that. That's awesome. That's, that's huge. Uh, that's huge. That's going, I mean, like I told you, Mike, I remember, I never, I mean, I remember, I mean, you know, YouTube obviously blew up during COVID people sitting at home, hanging out, watching things going from there. And then, uh, I'll never forget staying up late, you know, out here on the East coast, watching the Clemson game. Just hanging out, man. I was like so fired up, pumped up, pour myself another little uh, cold drink. Started cleaning up the kitchen or whatever, and I was like, man, I gotta just see what's you know who's out there talking. And sure enough, it's you and Mike Goolsby. I was like, Mike Goolsby, what the hell is he doing on YouTube? And uh, obviously remembered him from his playing days. And uh, 
stayed up and watched your entire Clemson show in 2020 and been a fan ever since. Yeah. I subscribed, did all that stuff that night in November. And here we are, you and I talking, Goolsby talking um, a ton as well. So it's uh, it's been awesome. I mean, I, what, what were your numbers before that Clemson game? Like 2,500? Yeah. yeah. So we we started doing the post game shows and um, all sorts of issues with you know this free service versus YouTube streaming and you get what you pay for and it was just a struggle and then we found a good a finally good streaming platform and that was our first week doing it was the Clemson game um, you know obviously Notre Dame upsetting them in overtime forty seven forty and um, yeah we wasn't a lot of traction and then that one blew up. You know, we had like 400 live viewers, and I was like, holy crap. No one was doing this in the Notre Dame market. No one was doing YouTube stuff. You know, everyone's kind of, you know, followed us since. Um, but, uh, yeah, now it's like that Drew Pine video we did last Friday. We had a 1,000 thousand live viewers. Like, it's yeah. the Ohio State game. After that one with me, you, and Goolsby, we had over 1,500. I mean, it's I, – I, I seriously have so much fun. This – this is not working. This is just having fun. I I have the best job. I've got the best job. No, it's great. I mean, you and I obviously text. What do you want to talk about Wednesday? I'm like, it's Notre Dame football. Flip a coin. It's right. like there's 48 so things to talk about. And, uh, you know, it's a blast. I love listening to you and Mike on Sunday nights break down the film. And uh, obviously our the live shows after games, people are – those are not easy. No, those they're not. Like, what are your thoughts? I don't know. I just watched Notre Dame win by a field goal. I don't know. It's like trying to struggle to break it down. But I chart every play, get some thoughts for those things. They're a blast. It's yeah. it's awesome talking Notre Dame football to everyone. And uh, all those that come in here, watch this live, comment. I love commenting back to people, chatting with people. It's, uh, it's, it's an awesome Notre Dame community, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, we got a super chat from Milton fan says anyone from blue and gold, the portal, my goals did tweet. I'm entering the transfer portal. Um, uh-huh. and then, uh, yeah, Nick, Nick responded and said, does Mike Singer know if someone was like, I was reading these comments. Are you going to the athletic? <laughs> I was just like, uh, no, I think he's joking. My goals is, is still up. Yeah, it's like, who's not in the thing. It's like, what is it? Over a thousand players in the first 24 hours. I thought, I think I read. So it's like crazy. Yeah. Appreciate crazy. the super chat Milton fan. Um, so yeah, Tim, we'll go to your best of the week, which, um, Notre Dame is in all of these, you know, first team all American and whatnot. And, um, uh, CBS sports had three Notre Dame players listed. You want to talk about that? Yeah. And I saw Tyler just posted something on blue and gold as well. Uh, you know, breaking down, I guess the athletic, uh, came out with theirs as well. And Joe Alt on two on the athletics and CBS, which I think is awesome. Um, I'm I'm a huge fan. He's had a hell of a season. It's going back to the spring football game, which you and I talked about live. I'm stunned he's up there. I thought some of these other big name guys, you know, I you know, you know, would be ahead of him. But I like the fact that he made two All-American teams. First team is awesome. Mayor, it just goes to show that the press believes in him, right? As good as Brock Bowers is at Georgia. Hey, you can have all the first teams next year, buddy. All right. Michael Mayer was consensus second team last year. So, and then obviously Foskey making the second team here on the CBS. Um, I, I sent a message to Patrick today. Patrick Engel says tomorrow is the first of the five consensus ones that make up the main five. So the, sure. the first All-American team comes out tomorrow. I believe the last one's usually the AP. So it'll be nice to see what these guys do. I hope all uh, me personally, I, I mean, Joel had a hell of a year. I mean, great, highest graded left tackle and pro football focus. 
he was a stud each and every game this year. So kudos to him. Awesome to see Michael Mayer. It's nice to see him not getting splits with the Georgia guy. And then tomorrow night, Mike, is the award show in a beautiful downtown Orlando, right? Where the Disney, where they do the ESPN award show. So Michael Mayer will be there. And I, I, don't, I don't even know. I, I don't even want to watch it because it's like if he does not win the, the, the Mackey Award, it's like, are you serious? Yeah. So, but uh, I, might, I may have to push pause and uh, watch it real slow as they announce it. I don't know if I should say this, but whatever. Um, I, I know Joe Alt's father, you know, John Alt. Um, and he texts me every once. I get a text from him every couple months just with a Hello. screenshot of like Alt making this first team, whatever. And he's like, hey, Mike, you were on him first. I was like, I don't know about that. I think Jeff Quinn should get credit before I do, but hey, I'll take it. Um, but uh, just I freaking love Joe Walt. I, I still haven't met him yet. Still haven't met him yet. But just great kid. I, I seriously have the best job. Take I thirty. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I tweeted today. Like I last night, I talked to Caleb Smith for the first time. Okay. Fantastic interview. Absolutely amazing kid. I'm just thinking to myself. I seriously have the best job. These these Notre Dame players and recruits and the coaches and just all the people you get to interact with are seriously the best. I, it's it's the best. And I get to work with Tim Hyde and Horka and Angle and Goolsby. Couldn't be better. I love Couldn't it. No, better. I was going to say, obviously recruiting with Michael Mayer, he was, you know, National All-American, Foskey out of De La Salle, national recruit. But it's like, take 30 seconds, because with Joe Alt's recruitment, that was the COVID, right? He never visited ND. And it's like, how did that How did that come about? Was it just all Zoom meetings last second? Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Well, they offered, he, is, they offered yeah, the summer. Iowa, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going over you. I'm sorry, Mike. No, no. I'm they sorry. offered the summer before senior year. But yeah, it was COVID. So he took like a self-guided tour and Zoom calls and all that stuff, you know. He just went with the the gut with Notre Dame over what was it Wisconsin Iowa correct were the the other two big guy Iowa and Minnesota I I, I don't remember if Wisconsin I offered but Minnesota in state school and then Iowa um had had done a pretty good job recruiting yeah and here is all American you sent the text last year against Purdue you're like Tim Joe Alton at tight end he's wearing what was it forty eight or something forty five like yeah he's wearing forty five I'm like oh crap he's in there. <laughs> Yeah. And there you go. The rest is history. All right, folks. Um, again, want to reiterate this uh, amazing deal um, for folks maybe looking to live right by Notre Dame. Only a few luxury units remain. Uh, Brennan's View condos presented by Irish Realty. Tailgate on the rooftop deck just steps from Eddie Street Commons and the Notre Dame campus. Take advantage of a $2,500 buyer's upgrade package through the end of November Folks, that is Brennan'sView.com. Head to the site um, and check it out. All right. Um, let's see. What do you want to talk about, Tim? How about um, this uh, Gator Bowl matchup uh, with, with uh, Notre Dame and South Carolina? Just, Tim, any thoughts on this matchup? I don't know how familiar you are with the Gamecocks, but um, they seem to have a pretty good season. You know, they beat Clemson as well. So you got the, uh, you know, the uh, two teams here that, Beat Clemson this season. Yeah, you know what? I uh, I watched the Tennessee game. I have the the Clemson game saved. Just watched a little bit. Just I'm gonna dive into that. But I watched the their their Tennessee game. Obviously, they just hopefully they don't play like that. I mean, they came out. Spencer. Yeah. 
I mean, you got two SCs, USC's, right? You got University of Southern Cal and University of South Carolina. They're almost one in the same. You got two Oklahoma quarterbacks leading them, correct? With Rattler and Caleb Williams, which is hilarious. I'm telling you, Mike, they got athletes everywhere. You know, who's playing? I have no idea. I know they have a corner who's going to be a first-round pick is sitting out. Ton of transfers. I think they had 20-plus transfers as well. Tons of them are on defense, just like Southern Cal had. So it Southern Cal was horrible against the run. South Carolina is horrible against the run. So it's like two great quarterbacks. It's uh, – man, it's interesting. They have some dudes. They're very athletic. They've gotten hot, which is just – blows your mind after the way they played florida and uh i've yeah. only watched a couple of highlights on that uh like a 10 minute little highlight clip to get a feel they were atrocious in that game but then they beat kentucky when they're ranked you know they have a bunch of cupcake wins early in the season you know they played you know a bunch of buys and got some w's but they're playing an eight and four team that's ranked ahead of notre dame and two back-to-back top 10 wins it's it's huge. I mean, yeah. Notre Dame hasn't beaten two top 10 teams in the same year since 2012, the undefeated year. So it's a, it's a pretty awesome end of the season. How are they going to be 30 days after that Clemson game is, is going to be the interesting thing. And real quick, Mike, we talk, I mean, we talk about Notre Dame special teams. Yeah. South Carolina is in the top, they're fifth in punting, third in punt returns, sixth in kickoff returns. Notre Dame is 81st in kickoff. Remember, I'm always talking about kickoff return. And with block punts, they're only one behind Notre Dame. They are freakish on special teams, and you see that in uh, some of the film I've watched. So I love it. It's an SEC game. It's an SEC you know, team they're playing. You know, who the heck's playing for Notre Dame? You know, at least the two brands on that logo right there are, are going to be awesome. Yeah. I saw a tweet. Someone posted a tweet. It's the first – you know, a ranked game in the Gator Bowl since 2006. Hmm. I saw that. So that, I mean, there's always someone ranked, but the first time since 06, both teams are going to be ranked. So Carolina's only, a, I mean, you live down in that area. So in the South, they're only a few hours away, um, I heard. So I'm, I'm sure South Carolina is going to be packing that place. And then you got two young coaches two energetic young coaches that will talk. I heard a uh, coach Beamer's that coach Beamer. It must be South Carolina water because him and Dabo will talk 20 minutes before they take a break at a press conference. And uh, they're two, uh, two interesting guys to listen to. So it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm excited to see how Notre Dame plays. And, um, and just real quick on that, I think the South Carolina people were talking about bowl games. What's the motivation South Carolina has won back-to-back top 10 teams. You think they want to go into recruits' home saying Tennessee, Clemson, and Notre Dame? Yeah, they're going to be jacked up for this football game, especially Rattler's going to be playing. Yeah. Think about it. They pretty much ended Tennessee and Clemson's playoff hopes. Oh, God, they're both in. Yes, they're so. in. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're in. They're And Clemson, like I said, I haven't watched a bunch. I watched the whole Tennessee game, and those poor guys are just kicking themselves. Yeah. Uh, the Clemson game, from what I've read articles, they just had open, open shots, didn't take advantage of it, and lost by one. It's one of those games Clemson's going to be kicking themselves out. They should have won by two touchdowns. They lose by one. They should be in the playoffs, which is crazy to think yeah. about after the way Notre Dame bludgeoned them. Yeah. And um, on the Notre Dame side, super interesting, obviously, with Drew Pine entering the portal. He's not going to play in that game. But from what I'm be- being told, t- I- 
Tyler Buckner is not only going to play, I think he's going to be QB one. Like I, I, really? he might play hundred percent of the snaps. Like I, I can't say that certainty right now, but like, I think he's going to be the guy. Whereas when pine enters a portal, you're thinking it's, it's going to be in jelly and then they're not going to, to rush uh, Buckner back, but to kind of move into the next part um, previewing this game before we get into some transfer portal talk and folks, please do hit the thumbs up on this video is Tim in, in terms of like how important this game is, which is like the headline of this video is I want to talk about that is, you know, do you like a youth movement? Um, is this a really important game? It, you know, building blocks for the off season. Like what, what are, what are your, kind of your thoughts about the importance of this matchup? Well, I think it's important for Marcus Freeman. He doesn't want to go 0 two in bowl games, no matter how you know you say that's important or whatnot on paper, you know, when the history books are written, it'll say 0 two. So they don't say, well, it was just, you know, so-and-so was out, but uh, no, it's, it's, it's a big game. It's a, it's a big game for Notre Dame because it's SEC. Does Notre Dame want to go in the offseason on social media, get blasted by SEC teams? Oh, you can't even beat South Carolina at Notre Dame. You know, who wants to play for you guys? It's all those little – those new age type of stupidity that's out there in the world. Yeah, it's not going to change. I mean, if Notre Dame no, wins, no. lose it. I, I know. I'm just – it's just a flutter and the talk and whatnot. I think – I think it's – you know, and, and this whole youth movement is who? Because Notre Dame does have a lot of guys coming back, and they already play a ton of young guys so it's it who is the youth guys i guess is is the question and we, we don't know until we know who's not going to play you know mayor we know is, is out officially which by the way yeah he had, we already mentioned that he announced today that he's officially going pro so he's he's out of this game which to me is fine evans is going to play evans has been playing all year and they got the other guys to fill in you know you know there so is this game do they go more 11 personnel? Do they go more true three wides? Because even though they've been a 12 team, Mayer is really the third wide receiver in, uh, all season long the way they've played him. So sure. do they just go true 11, keep Evans as the one tight end. I wouldn't be surprised if we'd see that in the bowl game. And then as far as the youth movement goes, it's it's really at the it's one position, if you ask me, it's the guards. If Lug and Patterson don't play because they've been selected – I saw Tyler Horka, Patrick Engel posted. They've been selected to the big two senior all-star games. So do they rest their old, tired, beat-up bodies and get ready for that? Or do they play? Because if they don't play, who in the heck is starting an offensive guard? That's a huge telltale as we get ready for 2023. I wouldn't be surprised if Adam Yola, you know, the the old, uh, the older one, the the – uh, the D tackle number 57, Jason, if he doesn't play, because he's been banged up the last month with the concussion and that. So if he doesn't play, Riley Mills could easily play three tech. Linebackers, those are all the seniors. That's the one, if you want to talk about a youth movement, would be can Collie, can Sneed get some snaps in this game? That's because yeah. all the DBs are pretty much playing outside of Cam Hart, who's out with an injury. Sure. What it sounds like. Yeah. I'd throw Angeli in there, right? Yeah. Like, Tobias Merriweather, but um, yeah, other than that. Well, Tobias has been, the only reason why he hasn't played has been the injury. Thing. Yeah, so, right. You know, if he's, because I think before he got injured, he was going to be, he was getting more and more and more reps sure. before that concussion hit. I think we would have seen yeah. him constantly growing this season. So yeah, yeah definitely would love to see him. It, it's guard. It, it really is offensive guard when you look at those, those two 
old dog vets there um, and, and what are they going to do? You know, I wouldn't be surprised from if they play because we really haven't heard nothing other than that's what they're planning on doing. So, and then, but I think they're in finals right this week and they'll probably kick up practice this weekend. I, w- I would think as sure. they get ready for this game. Well, speaking of youth movement, I'm pretty sure we're, we're just going to go ahead and bring in a guest. How about that, Tim? Are the youngest staff member at Blue and Gold. Let's just bring him in. My man Tyler Horka making his debut. I, I love it. DJ Airhorn to just to just you know have going right now, but I don't have it queued up. Um, but uh, not that much younger than you, Mike. Not that much. Eh, the, yeah, facts, the facts, Mr. Horka. Tyler, guys. if you guys don't know Tyler, you probably should because we do all the the Notre Dame football update videos with Tyler. Just does a fantastic job and. Um, wrote a really good article today. Um, you know, your, your five top moments of Michael Mayer, um, which that probably should have been the best of the week. Um, I should have had four. I was say, if I was on earlier, it would have been mine. Well, uh, yes. To show things that we did ourselves as our best of the week, but that would have been mine. Tell, tell us about that article. Yeah. I haven't read that yet. I need to pull it up here, but I got uh, it. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, yeah. I mean, when Michael Mayer made his decision today, Patrick posted the news article that was in the plans. We knew that this was coming. I think everybody knew that it was coming. So we had it pre-written. Patrick took Michael Mayer. And I said, well, what can I do as a premium piece to kind of supplement what Patrick wrote? And I said, well, he's had so many darn good moments at Notre Dame. Let's pick five of the best. And number five was the Florida State touchdown open the 2021 season. That was in the first couple minutes of the game, if you remember. Fourth and one, 41-yard touchdown. I was like, hello, Michael Mayer. This dude's for real. I can't wait to cover him this year. Number four, I had to slip in that Las Vegas video. I mean, everybody remembers it, right? When you think of Michael Mayer, you're going to think back on what he did with Isaiah Foskey and Marcus Freeman, four minutes of gold. You want to talk Notre Dame gold, that's it right there. I encourage everyone to rewatch that thing. Number three, y'all have to go back to the Toledo game last year. I mean, that game was nuts. Notre Dame is on the ropes against this Mac team, you think they're going to lose it. And then out of nowhere, Jack Cohn dislocates his finger, pops it back in. Oh, I guess that was number two. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, number two was the Toledo game. I mean, two and three interchangeable. And then number three, I picked the Clemson touchdown from this year where Notre Dame's winning 28 to seven. There's less than five minutes left. You don't think they're going to try to score another one. They're perfectly content with trotting Blake Groupie out for a field goal, probably hit your 30 points. You're going to win the game. Tommy Reese says, nah, let's throw a touchdown to Michael Mayer. And they do. It's executed perfectly. He's lined up in the backfield in that thing, comes out of the backfield, runs like a mini wheel route, scores a touchdown, crowd goes crazy. And then number one, I think this was the best game that he played in his career. Played 36 games. But what he did against BYU, breaking the the receptions record in that game, he broke so many records this year. It's hard to say which one it was. But I'm pretty sure it was the receptions record. He hit – 141 on a 24 yard touchdown great catch pine overthrow him overthrows him a little bit he goes up makes the grab he goes for 11 catches 118 yards in that game that's the most passes he caught in an entire game in his entire career so I mean this that was the impetus of that article was let's celebrate this guy a little bit because I think he deserves that I mean, we write so many articles at Blue and Gold. So the deal right now is just $10 gets you access to the start of next football season. And J- Joey signed up um, this week. So, yeah, get in, the, get on the message board. 
talk some Notre Dame football um, with us. And uh, yeah, we, we would love that. Tyler, uh, on the bowl game, what are, what are kind of your thoughts about some of the topics we've discussed? Whether you want to go the route of Buckner, this you know youth movement thing, which I guess Tim kind of shut me down on that. That's already kind of <laughs> happening. Um, it, or you know, just kind of previewing the the, the, the matchup. Yeah, I'll combine some of the things that you guys were talking about. Tim spent a lot of time talking about South Carolina. I think it's interesting that South Carolina, this will be the third game in a row where they get a unique quarterback situation for the team that they're playing against. You go back to the Tennessee game, that's where Hendon Hooker gets hurt. And if he doesn't get hurt, that's probably a different ball game. I I know South Carolina took it to them early, but Tennessee still scores 38 points in their QB number one, a guy that probably would have been a Heisman finalist. If he stays healthy the last two games of the season, goes down, you probably lose morale on that sideline. South Carolina ends up scoring 63 points. The next week, Tim talked about Clemson missing a couple shots. DJ Uyunglele was 8 of 29 for 99 yards in that game. I mean, it was pathetic quarterback play is is what it was, and you've seen that from DJU a time or two. He could be brilliant, and then he can give you one of those stinkers. That's what he did, and Clemson still only loses by one point. So you have to wonder – if Cade Klubnick is given a better situation of, hey, go in there inside your own 10 against Notre Dame on the road and try to do something with that, say they put him in, in that South Carolina game and they give him a couple drives. You saw what he did with a couple of drives against North Carolina in the ACC title game. He was almost perfect. 20 of 24 for 280 yards, three touchdowns, I think it was. So if you put Cade Klubnick in that game, South Carolina probably wins that game. And now you're playing Notre Dame, who – is not going to start the guy that they've started for the last 10 games of the season. So I think South Carolina has been a little bit fortunate to play some of these teams that are interesting with these quarterback situations. But from a Notre Dame perspective, I think that's where the game is. You're not starting a guy that started the last 10 games at quarterback, and you're losing a tight end who had 101 targets this year. You know who the next closest guy on Notre Dame's roster is in terms of targets? Tim probably knows. Oh, my God. It's got to be Styles early, right? Styles, yeah. It's Lorenzo Styles, and he had 40? 46. 40s, yeah. Oh, wow. So you're losing by far the oh. most important player in your offense, your passing offense for sure, and you're losing the guy who was throwing him the ball for most of those games. So I think it's going to be interesting. Now, here's the one saving grace for Notre Dame, though. I think South Carolina ranks outside the top 100 in rushing defense. Yes. And when Notre Dame is on, it's running the ball – he talks about the offensive line, Tim. I think those two older guys play because yeah, I think awesome. it's, it's a it's an interesting situation because coaches want everyone to play in a bowl game, right? In, in their ideal situation, Michael Mayer's playing in this game. Isaiah Foskey's playing in this game. But obviously these two guys aren't starting for Notre Dame next year. It would be a little bit hypocritical for the coaching staff to say, hey, we don't want you guys to play. I don't think they're going to do that to Josh Lugg and Jarrett Patterson. I think they play. I think Notre Dame's at full strength in the running game with the running backs and the offensive line. And if Notre Dame's going to win this game, it's going to win it running the ball for sure. Tim, any thoughts? No, it's, you know, I mean, you're losing mayor. I mean, you're losing, I mean, he was the offense this year. He's, I mean, there's one play in the SC game. One of the big catches in SC has four guys on him, four guys just hovering around him. Um, So many of his highlights this year were just guys swarming to him and, they're not going to have that, which may be a good thing because now you, everyone's spread out and you can't really, because we all know Drew Pine looked at Mayor like crazy, which is fine. You know, he's the best, you know, he's, he was their weapon. He was their, their main guy, but uh, 
yeah, no, no mayor is kind of like not having Kyron Williams last year. You know, they couldn't run the darn ball whatsoever in that, in that bowl game. They didn't even try because they didn't have Kyron Williams. So it's almost like the, you know, the opposites this year with the past game and last year was the running game. So I'm curious if Buckner is going to, if he's full on healthy, it's, it's almost like a Blake Fisher situation, right? Blake Fisher's out with the knee injury. We're not going to see him till spring ball. I mean, here we were with the Tyler Buckner thing. Is he even, you know, is he going to take any hits whatsoever in the, in the spring, correct? He was never thought of to play until someone just happened to ask a question to um, Coach Freeman just a couple of weeks ago. He says, oh, yeah, he's fine. He's going to be ready to go. And it's like, whoa, is this real? Or is it Freeman just, you know, hyping up his guys, loving his guys up and whatnot? So if Buckner is good to go and 100%, they're obviously not going to run Tim Tebow offense. They're not going to run power runs and counters and things of that nature. I, at least I hope not. Who the hell knows? Hey, I would love for them to do what they do with Caleb Williams, you know, as in yeah. Caleb just runs the ball in the red zone because you 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 have to account for him, meaning you got cover zero everywhere else. So uh, that, you know, that'll be interesting if they do that. But um, it's going to be, I, with Patterson and Lug, I, you know, like I said, I think those two guys are the key because no guard has played this year. So it would be like a total spring game free for all with those guards and Zeke Fisher and Alt trying to manage, you know, twists and stuff like that with these guys and Buckner coming back from an injury, getting his head kicked in. So if the two old guys are going to play, that's good news for Tyler and Steven jelly. If he gets in, think about it from just a storyline perspective, you know, if, if it were kind of what we would have expected, right. Pine plays in the game, your transfers aren't going to play. You, your mayor is obviously not playing. Let's just say Foskey's not playing. I think that's safe to assume. Uh, it's it's eh, it's 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 fine. It's a bowl game, but it's, it kind of feels like Iowa State in 2019. You know, it's like eh, it's hard to get too excited about it. But Buckner coming back. Oh my gosh, this is a fascinating game now for me. What he looks like is it's going to be like a preview for next season, right? Because he struggled. Obviously against Marshall, the whole offense struggled against Ohio State. I actually thought he looked played a pretty good game against the Buckeyes. But we get to – okay, so after the first two games, it's like, oh, well, the offensive line wasn't doing too well. If that front five plays, what, what, eh, you know, like this This is – we get to see Tyler Buckner. Of course, he's not going to have mayor, but he won't have mayor next year. No. So it's a great little preview and – Maybe like a little audition for next season. What do you think, Tyler? Yeah, you mentioned Mayer not being there, and, and I feel bad for Buckner almost in that the first game of the year and the second game of the year, the offensive line was terrible. You mentioned it, and he was kind of hung out to dry. And everyone likes to blame the quarterback in situations where the offense isn't playing very well, and he he made some poor throws, especially against Marshall. Yeah, uh, you have to pin both of those interceptions on him probably. But a lot of those mistakes weren't his fault. I mean, Tim broke down the film. I remember breaking down the Ohio State film, and I remember it was Zeke Corral and Josh Lug, or maybe it was Andrew Kristoffic at the time because Jared Patterson wasn't playing. Yeah. And they just let a guy go. To, it wasn't even like a turnstile. It was as if there was a door frame, and yeah. the door wasn't there yet, and they just let the guy go straight through. It was a free-for-all. You're not going to have that with Buckner this time, but – Again, you're not going to have Mayer. And I know you're not going to have him next year. So, But I think the receiving core is going to be better next year. You think that Notre Dame is going to get a graduate transfer at wide receiver, right? They should, or at least a transfer. 
I am very high on these wide receivers that are coming in as freshmen. I think at least a couple of them can play right away. So just getting back to Buckner, it kind of stinks that the three games that we're going to see him in are all in unique situations because the first couple, the offensive line was terrible. This one, you're not going to have Michael Mayer. And you don't have an Eli Raritan either. You don't have a Kevin Bauman to, to be a safety net at tight end. We haven't seen Mitchell Evans yeah. catch a pass. He has not caught in a pass all year. The only other tight end other than Michael Mayer and Kevin Bauman to catch a pass this year. Here's more trivia. You guys probably know this one. It's, it's one guy and it's one catch. Stays. Holden Stays has one catch. I think yards, right? 11 yards or so. Oh, so yeah. it's going to be interesting, but – I do think you will get a glimpse into what Tyler Buckner can be in this game. If he goes out there and throws for 200 yards, runs for 50 yards, maybe three total touchdowns or so, and, and is able to man manufacture a Notre Dame win, I think people are going to be high on him. Now, you're still probably going to want to take a quarterback transfer, and I know you guys are going to talk about that in a little bit, but that would probably set the tone of that com that offseason conversation if Buckner's able to play well in this game everyone will start to say, okay, we have this guy. Let's bring in this other guy and let them duel it out. Because right now, with the last that we saw of Tyler Buckner, I think the narrative is we need to go get another guy because we don't have one right now. Tyler Buckner can change that if he plays well in this game. Uh, Milton fans says hopefully Styles has another good, good bull performance. Yeah, after that, uh, the, you know, the Fiesta Bowl last year, it's like, all right, like he's, he's arrived. And uh no, not really. So yeah, I, I completely agreed. Appreciate the, the two there. Tyler, any, any other thoughts before you get out of here, man? No, I, I just think that it's a really evenly matched bowl game. I'll just end with talking about the Gator bowl again, because you have two teams that were staring six and six in the face. I don't know if people realize that Notre Dame was three and three. I know Tim was on a couple of these Wednesday night videos saying, I wouldn't be surprised if they go six and six Syracuse <laughs> ends up being not as good as Notre Dame, I think we'll say. And Notre Dame played an excellent game against Clemson. It deserved to win that game. That's how Notre Dame got to eight and four. You look at South Carolina, the way they get to eight and four is by what you guys talked about, beating yep. two top 10 teams to end the season. And I talked about the quarterback things, but you still have to go out there and beat those teams. South Carolina did. What do you get as a result? Two ranked teams as – Tim, you were saying, right? For, or yeah, was it I saw a tweet about that. Someone had posted since 2006. It's crazy. Yeah. And I think you have two good matchup, two good teams, a good matchup. And normally the Gator Bowl isn't appointment viewing, but when you get Notre Dame, yeah. you get an SEC program led by someone with college football blood like Shane Beamer. Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of interest in this game on December 30th. Yeah, Isn't two. it the only game that day too, correct? I think so. I was looking at the schedule. Yeah. If it's not the only one, it's the one that people are going to want to watch. Yeah. Yes. You got yeah. two little numbers by the name. So that helps. Yeah. You got ranked uh, teams. So, yes, that's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great, it's going to be a fun game for Notre Dame. And like Tyler said, a little audition, so to speak, as you were talking as well, Mike, for next year. And, um, you know, because there are a lot of guys coming back next year. I mean, as much as we talk about these guys leaving, a huge portion of this football team can't, as long as they don't hit the portal like everyone else, it's like in college football. Hold your breath till mid-January. You got to hold your breath till mid-January. <laughs> but it's like a big chunk of these guys are all coming back with a yeah. lot of playing experience. A lot of young guys played this year. Sophomores rose. I mean, look at Jaden Thomas, the way his development. Deion Colsey came from nowhere land the last month of the year. So 
it could be a really good, solid football team next year. And I think this game, playing a ranked South Carolina game, is going to be awesome. Totally agree. Tyler? Fantastic Love audition it. here. Talk about Tyler Buckner and maybe the audition for next year. Yeah, how, how about Tyler Horka and his audition and his initial view, uh, initial guest appearance on our, our show? Appreciate you joining us, my man. See you guys. Take care. All right, that's Tyler Horka, Blue and Gold Illustrated. Blueandgold.com does a fantastic job covering Notre Dame football. Um, a couple comments. Uh, all right. So Mike says that Portsmouth VA is not near Virginia Beach. It's 24 minutes. All right. I mean, come on. It's 24 minutes. I say I live in Atlanta, and I'm I'm not even 24 minutes from Atlanta. So it's it 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 is near Virginia Beach. Mike, I will vouch for you being you know born and raised in Southern California. 24 minutes to anywhere is a luxury. His so. area code is 757. It, I mean, so when I see 757, I think Virginia Beach. So there you go. Um, but, uh, anyways, I, I digress. Do appreciate the comment though, Mike. Um, I, I, it's, it's time for a sponsor. Let's, let's talk about rogue shop. Um, give Tim a, a quick break. Um, but, uh, folks, so last Wednesday I had, uh, a, a dental surgery and was in a lot of pain. You got pain meds, but I'm not going to lie. Some Rogue Shop products helped me out even more um, than those pain meds. So um, definitely appreciate the folks at Rogue Shop for for their products. And uh, definitely want to tell our, our listeners and, and video um, viewers about Rogue Shop, which is a husband and wife outfit. As Mr. Rogue and his wife, Shar, are craft cannabis farmers who specialize in small batch sustainable plant medicine a true holistic type of small business they farm and grow everything themselves and they do everything by hand their website to visit is rogueshop.com um, amazing products folks really whatever you're looking for um in this realm they have and the owners are fantastic when you buy product um shar uh, will handwrite you notes to explain you know, if this is your first time using these things, these kind of products, she will explain exactly um, what you, you know, what you should be doing, um, how much you should be taking. So, folks from stress, anxiety, pain, insomnia, they have products for you. So, folks, their goal is holistic healing, making your life better. If you suffer from stress, insomnia, if you you know looking to reduce inflammation, anxiety, mood disorders. Um, I needed some good night's sleep this week, um, and Rogue Shop definitely helped me out there. So, folks, please do head to rogueshop.com, um, and let's find that. Uh, yeah, there it is. Promo code Bloom and Gold. Head to rogueshop.com, and that'll get you 10% off your order. Rogueshop.com. All righty, let's bring in back, uh, bring back Tim Hyde. Let's talk a little transfers now. And, uh, folks, if you're just joining us live, please do hit the thumbs up. On this video, help support what we're doing here at Blue and Gold and subscribe to our YouTube channel and be one of the over 20,000 subscribers we already have, which is mind-blowing to me. Um, I remember it was right before COVID hit. Like, I'm talking, it was like March 1st. So we're talking 10 days before COVID. I went out and saw Tyler Buckner at the, was back when we were at Rivals. Saw him at the Rivals camp. He won quarterback MVP and posted a video on it. And that was back when we had like, 2,000 subscribers, 2,500. It was a dead YouTube channel. Um, and that was not that long ago. And now we're at 20,000. It, it's, it's amazing. And I um, appreciate you folks for um, 
you know, uh, joining us on this journey. But uh, yeah, let's talk a little transfer portal, Tim. Um, Flip a coin. <laughs> yeah. Mean, wild. They, there seems to be a few positions they're really looking at closely. Quarterback, receiver, I think they want a Viper. Interior defensive lineman, they're going after the Western Michigan guy. Just kind of thoughts on, on Notre Dame in the portal so far? Yeah, I mean, number one, you know, what, what they've only did they offer the Western Michigan guy? I know I heard they they offered the two wide receivers and the and the and the D lineman now, right? So yeah, you know, yeah, Braden Fisky, you know, they did. Yeah, you know, so that's you know three offers, and obviously the receiver, you know, at Kent State, and then the Iowa kid who's uh, mm-hmm. out in Nebraska. So you know, all good football players. Um, I mean, it's only been a couple of days, so I, I guess I, I'm not too surprised. I guess I seem surprised, but not too surprised that there hasn't been a few others out there because. Quite a few have thrown their names in there unless they're just, you know, just buying time to maybe do some due diligence on a few others, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like some of these grad transfers, some of these Stanford guys are out there, some really good Stanford football players that are out there that I know Notre Dame recruited way back when. So don't know if they're going to go after them, but wide receivers huge just because, you know, obviously you're losing, you know, Lindsay. You know, Salerno, people could say what they want, but the guy played in every darn game. So they're losing him. That's two, you know, that's two old, older guys. You know, we just mentioned Colsey, Thomas, you know, you got Styles, you know, they got three there, Merriweather. There's your four, those are your four upperclassmen now. So, you know, what are the odds that four true freshmen, which Notre Dame's bringing in, that four of those guys are going to play? I mean, it's, it, it, it's a rarity. They may have to play because of numbers, which means, they have to go out and get themselves one, maybe two wide receivers to, to throw into that room. Some older guys. Yeah, you know, I would not be surprised if they take two. Quarterback is a must just because of the depth. It's 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 basically what it is. I mean, you know, I look out. I was chatting with some guys today on the message board, like, you know, and it, and I look at it like, you know, not to be negative, Nancy here. Is it is it more to do with your guy, Stephen? I don't want to say your guy, Mike, but Stephen Jelly. Is it more to do with Angeli as in they have to have a guy because someone has to be number two, whether that's the transfer or Tyler Buckner, someone has to be two because is Steve Angeli not ready to be number two? That's what I'm, I guess I'm trying to say. So if they don't take a transfer Angeli or Minchie are going to be number two. So is that, does that put Notre Dame back in this situation? They were this year with the Drew Pine, which playing a guy, they, they don't think is the guy. So I think that goes back to this whole transfer portal thing is, is huge for Notre Dame because you really need two quarterbacks ready at all times. And this year think you know, that that's the other thing. Kudos to Drew Pine for not, I mean, the guy started 10 games, Mike and finished 10 games. So yeah. that that's huge. You know, there's no injury issues, no nothing with him. The game he did get hit the hardest was you and Levine. He came back and finished the thing. So kudos to Drew Pine for, starting and finishing the 10 football games he did. So, and the other positions, the Viper is, is the biggie because of Foskey and does, you know, Justin Adamiola leave, you know, does he not come back for a six meaning Burnham go Byra? Is it Botello? Is it, do they move junior Tuli Alamaka? Now you're looking at possible four guys that have never played that position having to start in 2023 goes to your point of getting an older guy. So, Definitely a few spots is I look at his safety one, unless they have confidence in Ramon and Ramon Henderson and Xavier Watts. I love, he's going to be a stud at strong safety, 
Or are they just going to go with these freshmen coming in and be like, one of you guys is definitely in the two deep or, or, or playing, which yeah. is Bowen obviously is yeah, the most, gotta, yeah. most gifted guy. Yeah. They got a yeah five-star Peyton Bowen supposed yes. to be coming in in January, but uh, <laughs> knock on wood, we'll see. knock on steel wood, you know, plastic, knock on everything. Right. Um, do you have a couple of super chats um, and even questions from our, um, blue and gold message board about like specific transfer portal quarterbacks. Um, so Joey asked what QB in the portal is the best fit for Notre Dame offensive scheme wise. I'll get my, my thoughts on this first, unless it's like a triple option quarterback. It's just for me, just bring in the best. Like there's no like dual threat pro style anymore. You just, you have to be able to move and you have to be able to throw the football. Like to me, it's, it's it's just who's the best unless Notre Dame's running a triple option, which they're not. Yeah. Uh you can have a Jack Cone to a Tyler Buckner. I don't care. I just need a good quarterback. What do you think, Tim? No, I'm I'm with you. It's like all these guys are out there. Not, I mean, they're not, you know, all you know, stick in the muds. They're all, you know, they're really good football players. You know, they all have their flaws and whatnot. Cause once again, that's why you're transferring. You know, right? You're not you're not transferring because you're the starter in your first team all conference. Oh, I'm gonna get the hell out of here. It's like guys are leaving for reasons. That's the transfer, correct? Not a lot of guys out there that are, unless it's one in Chapel Hill. But <laughs> Yeah, he's not. He tweeted today he's sticking with UNC, like as we were recording this video. So Even with their offensive coordinator, who I heard Drake just – is yeah. not entering the portal. Yeah, He may not enter the portal, but he may go somewhere, right? Via not the portal. But, no, I hear you. I know what you're saying, Mike. No, I, I believe it. If he tweeted it, hey – I hope he stays because I hope he doesn't go down south, if you know what I'm, I'm saying. So I hope he does stay. That'd be that'd be great. As far as these quarterbacks go, someone they're, – they're good players. I mean, the talk of the town's been card – oh, let me see this. Hold on. Right. Yeah, you said could not – could never leave this place on a Tar Heel. So I think that's it's pretty clear. But, yeah, go ahead, Tim. Yeah, that's pretty. Is that Saban X uh, when he left the Dolphins? Is that out there with the <laughs> – if he, yeah, if he leaves after post oh yeah that's right you're a dolphin guy if he leaves after posting that then yeah there you go uh yeah I, so i would i would uh put the drake may uh traveling the world off so that's good but uh as far as quarterback so obviously the guys being mentioned card is outstanding larry from nc state injury issues but you got larry and armstrong out of uh uva whether nd's interest just throwing names out there obviously yeah both these guys had all con- they were all conference quarterbacks in 21. Outstanding quarterbacks, big time yeah. quarterbacks, you know, but they got issues and whatnot. You know, does Armstrong just go with his OC who's at Syracuse? Does he go wherever he wants to go? You know, Larry with the injury you and I talked about a week ago. I see as a as a coach, I, I would I would find it hard to take a guy who you're not going to see until the summer. How does he work with the you know with his pec injury? He's not going to throw in the spring. So, how does he mix and match in that quarterback room? Unless he's going to be a six-year guy, he's an old vet. You know, if he's not the guy in camp, we know he's our number two. So, you know, maybe that's what they're thinking with him, just being an older presence. And then you have um, God. It's like what quarterback's not out there? There's like a hundred of them. You know, I heard that. Oh, I like the Oklahoma State guy. I heard. I saw a tweet. Yo, there's a guy. Right, yeah, he's asking. He was he was he was all Big Twelve last year. Yeah, that's what I was. Gonna, yeah. I I've been making the same point. I think I I don't remember what show it was on. I do so many. Years. I said 
like when the NFL, when someone is becoming a free agent, there's a reason, right? Yeah. Like why, what's, what's going on here? But there's so many good quarterbacks in the portal. Like seriously, yeah. take any of like the top 10, 15 quarterbacks in the portal. I, I'll, I'll be, I'd be fine as. Well, it's, exactly. Spencer like Sanders was all conference. I don't know his situation this I don't know year. Either. I know they were a mess at Oklahoma state. I, you know, I don't pretend to watch them and break them down. I didn't this year. So they were top 10 earlier and then became a mess. So I have, I didn't follow them for five seconds this year. He's a heck of a quarterback. So I don't know if they have a backup, if they have another guy in mind, or does he just want to get out of Dodge? It'd be a grad transfer, excuse me. So, um, you know, the quarterbacks Notre Dame was like chatting about last year, right, for 30 seconds. Slovis is back in. JT Daniels is back in, you know, which is just crazy. Um I'm I'm surprised one name, you know, being a Southern California guy, I'm surprised Miller Moss hasn't put his name out there out of USC because he's not going to play next year. And they got yeah. the five, you know, my favorite quarterback in the class, Milwaukee Nelson coming in. So I'm surprised he hasn't put his name out there. And he's a high academic kid, great academic uh, student. He is. Where'd he go to I high know. school? Uh, he, he went to Alamany. Alamany and transferred last second to modern day and then COVID hit and he didn't play right. Anything. Season, he so. would have been a teammate of Tui Alamaka then, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So yeah, that I'm just throwing out a name. I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. I, guy that coached him during his youth. Yeah, I should text him and see what Miller's doing. So I got I know one of his close friends. But uh, no, there's good quarterbacks. Whoever, whoever Notre Dame gets, they're going to get a good football player. But I also believe Tyler Buckner is a good football player. I think yeah. they still have good football. It's not like Notre Dame is in dire, desperate need. For someone, they need a body though. Yeah, is what it is. I just wonder if, let's say, Notre Dame brings in Hudson Card or Devin yeah. Leary or Brandon Armstrong, a guy who, what well, any of those guys are are ready, or Spencer Sanders, anybody, yes. they're ready to start day one, right? Like they're coming in to start. It's not like you're bringing in a FCS quarterback who grew up a Notre yes. Dame fan and he just wants to be on the roster. What does Tyler Buckner think? It's fascinating. I know Mike Gould's be on our blue and gold message board. Just another reason to sign up, folks. Ten dollars gets you access to our next football season. Goolsby broke down card versus Buckner. Yeah. Um, if you regularly watch the Goolsby show, you'll you'll know where he was leaning on it. But uh, yeah, so that that's interesting. But yeah, from the Buckner perspective, very very interesting. I, oh, man, this quarterback spot for Notre Dame yeah. is always interesting, right, Tim? But Oh yeah, more but, fast you know, than ever. You know, but with the Buckner thing, it's got to be. I mean, he's got to be realistic, Mike. He's been he's been here two football seasons, and he's been injured multiple times. Yeah, I mean, let's don't forget he didn't play in the Wisconsin game last year because he had a sprained ankle. He didn't play in the Fiesta Bowl because he had hamstring issues during uh during you know blue gold, gold game blue gold game sprains an ankle misses the last you know two practices during blue gold game week and. And then obviously he plays seven quarters this year and he's out. And if he comes back and he's healthy, I've gone back and rewatched his first two games. I rewatched a big fan of his Virginia tech last year. He was a great, uh, had great, uh, you know, the game ceiling touchdown against USC in 2021 being out there as touchdown pass against North Carolina in South Bend in 2021. He, he's had really good moments. He's a really good quarterback at the same time he's been injured nonstop. So it's like, you have to account for that. And if Buckner, if the guy beats him out, Buckner has to just realize I'm still only a junior. I'm still only in my third year. 
you know, I still have a red shirt. You got it, you know, an older guy here. I would, you know, let's say it's Cart. Let's just throw his name out there, the Texas, the Texas quarterback. You know, he was a national top 75 recruit. Heck of an athlete, heck of a quarterback. If he's the guy, I I would anticipate somehow, some way, Buckner's still going to be involved. He's too athletic not to be involved. So some form of a package. Is it a 2021 scenario once again? So do do they do that? You know, even though Card's a heck of an athlete and a heck of a runner, but Buckner is so dynamic with his legs. Do you, maybe that's a positive for the 2023 season to have two quarterbacks playing each and every game and bring so much to the table. Yeah. Oh, we had a super chat um, from Sonny Robinson who says coach prime will become the most feared man in college football. Um, behind the portal, your favorite college team isn't safe. I will um, say, having you know, I've had a couple of guys play at, uh, in Boulder. A couple of guys I've coached that have played in Colorado. Number one, people, I used to cover there. I used to cover the Buffs for a couple of years. Yeah, exactly. No, number one, it is you know, it's it's in Boulder, Colorado, so it's a uh, you know, you know, beautiful you know town, beautiful city out there outside of Denver and whatnot. But it is, it is hard to get into there. Let, you know, let's. I mean, he's. He's not going to just bring anyone in that could get into there. So academics are important to Colorado. So they're not going to be getting. It's not Notre not, Dame, but yeah. it's not Notre Dame, but it is. I'm telling you, having guys that have gone there and I've had guys turned away from Colorado that I'm like, you're turning this guy away in this transcript. So it is, um, it's a little, it's a little different than people assume being all, oh, it's just Colorado, you know, cause people think, Oh, Notre Dame can't get Stanford and whatnot, all the high level Colorado is up there. Um, but yeah, I, the most feared man. He's, he's the most hype man. I mean, his whole the whole Colorado football Twitter page is nothing but uh, hypes about how many people are downloading his stuff and whatnot. All right, that's great. It's not going to win a football game. So Colorado's been so bad they got to retool everything. So hey, I grew up watching Deion Sanders. I'm excited. He's a hell of a football player. He's done a hell of a job coaching. I'm I'm excited to see what he does in Colorado because. As I said, I've had a couple of guys go there to Colorado and, and have played and graduated from there. So I'm ex- I'm excited. Sorry, Tim. I'm... No, go for it. I'm just having work done. <laughs> I just got this picture of uh, about to hit send here on this tweet. Oh, nice. Brandon Hellman. Uh, let's add in four star Notre Dame four star. Oh, there you go. Behind the curtain, folks. Mike Singer writing up a tweet. Here's I love it. Brandon Hillman with Irish defense from today's visit. So, Coach Golden, that means strong safety. Hyde's right. No, I, no, I know he recruits that area down there. So that's his uh, recruiting base and whatnot. But uh, he is, man, he is. I, I remember we first talked about him in one of our shows, and we're like, how does this guy go from FCS to power Hillman? five? Hours? Oh, God, yeah. he's. But it's his film. He is like athletic as could be. It's not, you know, when you say, you know, when you talked about this, athletic, sometimes you're like, oh, he's just a guy could run. No, he's this dude's a football player. Yeah. Ball in his hand, playing defense, throwing his quarterback. The guy could sling it. He could run, dying to see, you know, you know, can he catch? Can he play a slot? Can he play a running back? Whatever the heck they're gonna play him at. So he is uh he's one of you know, one of those rare finds in recruiting these days because everything's done so early nowadays. Yeah, Andrew, um, I think so. Yeah. yeah that's 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 his understanding. That's what he told me when I got to interview him. So um Hillman, uh, the question being, will yeah. Hillman get any reps at quarterback? Um he, he's yeah. he's not your typical zone read, 
No, the, the dude could play quarterback. He can throw it. Like, he looks good. No. His film, I mean, he throws darts on this film. So, yeah, he's not your typical just, oh, I'm just going to run around, play zone read. and think, No, he, no, the guy, he's got some amazing quarterback film. Yeah, yeah. Um, for an article of Blue and Gold, each time, you know, Notre Dame gets a commitment, I'll do um, what the experts are saying. So, Tim Hyde. Tim, you're an expert. Just oh, nice. Know. I love it. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Tim Hyde. Um, Tom Lemming, if you have followed recruiting for a long time, you know who Tom Lemming is. And then uh, Charles Power, um, who is, is the director of rankings um, at, uh, at at On3, our parent company. You know, he's just uh, – Power is just raving about him, talking about the film combined with the measurables. At 6'1", 190, he ran a 4.7. I mean I, – and that's a verified time. So, you know – an if you're just doing a stopwatch, a four seven might turn into a four five. You know, like so a four seven at six one one ninety, the dude can move and he's got football speed too, and he's got a six five wingspan, good shuttle times. I, I wrote in an article today. I'm like, why aren't we talking about him being ranked even higher? I mean, well, Brandon Hillman, stock up, stock up. No, he looks like. I mean, you watch him, you watch his highlight film, and he just looks like a great point guard. You know, just great point guards with the ball in their hands, the control, the body movement he has, that just the natural ability to cut. He's he's a smooth dude with the ball. He's a – man, it, it's exciting to get a guy like this who came really from nowhere, and he's a hell of a good-looking football player. They got a lot right. of these guys. Like this class when we talk on signing day is there's athletes everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward. We'll do a signing day show that evening. Yeah. Also want to mention, um, we have been doing Thursday afternoon recruiting shows. We're moving that to Friday just so we don't have a Wednesday night show and then a Thursday afternoon show. Just space them out a little bit. So Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern time, myself and Trey Yannity will be live talking Notre Dame football recruiting. Um, so if you're just a diehard recruiting person, right, you, and say you're listening via podcast, we're not uploading that via podcast. I love you fo- podcast folks, but YouTube is just, just kind of our jam right now. So we always want you to we nudge you along to head to YouTube um, and, and, and watch those shows. Um, that'd be great. Um, Tim, we, we're already an hour in, so we're going to go rapid fire. So no, no, uh, no long dialogues. Cause I'm going to get out of here. My wife wants to watch a couple shows tonight. This was a real, this was asked an hour, a half hour before we even started recording. This is a really interesting question, Michael. I hope you're getting to hear this. Mm-hmm. Um, with the CFP expansion, is there talk of increasing the four-game limit for redshirting? That's a brilliant question. I had not thought about that. That's a really good question, right? Because, yeah, if you're adding in like three more games, yeah, you know, you'd think that might be up to five games. That's interesting. Any thoughts? No, I saw that actually uh, right before we started, and I was like thinking of that. Is that is that only for the twelve teams that make it, or is it for everyone included? No. That, it's a great question because you're adding wear and tear onto these kids and these guys are only 18 to 22 still, and they're playing more and more football games. So it's a great question. That's obviously the powers that be, but no, it really is a good question to, if you're a team that's going to play three more football games, that's a, yeah. Yeah. The four, you know, the Ford limit is interesting. Great question there. Yeah. And then we had a few from our blue and gold message board um, that I would want to get to, um, Arrow fan says, which true freshmen are likely to push for playing time? Um, and if 
If Notre Dame signs Bowen and Gray, how do you see Golden keeping them on the field? I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't quite under. If Notre Dame signs Bowen and Gray, how do you see? Do you? I don't understand the second question. How do you see? Are just saying just you know you know getting them on the field, getting them in the packages. That's um. They. I mean, number one, those two guys have to be on the field just because of you know Hart's going to be in his last season. You know, Clarence Lewis is up there if 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 he comes back in his years. Obviously, you have the two young guys, you know, with uh, you know Morrison and, and Jaden Mickey, and and then you got Bellamy is left. So you know, there's a spot for someone to get in. So I would say those two guys, those two are top 100 football players, long, lean, fast, hell of football players. I would fully expect them to be in the dime package, and I believe they're in uh, spring ball, as as Mike's posted on Blue and Gold. So I would expect them to at least be in the dime package, meaning they're playing. And my my freshman, my my pick right now is um I'm Brendan Vernon, man. I just really? love that guy, love his film, an interior guy, motor. My fingers are crossed, he's you know, he's the one freshman. You know, they, they got they got a hundred skill guys coming in, but Brendan Vernon just because none of these 2022 guys played. So can Vernon come in and pass one of them? But he's a summer guy. So I had Morrison as my sleeper last year. I'm going to go Vernon this year. Oh, Tim, my phone's blowing up. Um, <laughs> this is a crazy time. I love I, – oh, it's just normal. I love okay, the Vernon shout. So going back the past few years, there's always a player who enrolls in the summer and has a big impact. Clarence Lewis, 2020. Yeah. Joe Walt, 2021. Yeah. Ben Morrison, 2022. Brennan Vernon, summer enrollee. I think that's a. I think that's a good one. He's a beast. I love him. I love his film. Uh, I mean, film is awesome. Brennan Vernon is, you know, he's such a just a unique person. He's just like, I don't care about a lot of this. I just want to. I just want to hit people. You know, he's like, it's just a good throwback. I don't want to do interviews. I just want to like. I don't care about the media. I don't care about Twitter. I just want to hit people. You know, like I want to go get a quarterback. Like just. Awesome. Good. Get him. Great family. Um, one of my favorite visits in, in 10 years of, of this being in this business was sitting down with with uh with Brendan Vernon and talking to him about how the love of vans, those shoes, yeah. helped connect him with, with the Notre Dame staff because Mark Sherman oh, loves yeah. his fans. So yeah, um, great one. All right, a couple more questions. Um, over under this is from Irish Thunder on our message board, over under 200 yards passing for Tyler Buckner in the bowl game. I'll say under. I'll say under. I'll say 195. How's that? Yeah. I, I would say under. But if it's all purpose yards, it might go over. But man, that's yeah. still that's still so fascinating. Just that he is going to be uh Oh, it's crazy, Mike. It really is. Uh, my true freshman likely to push for playing time. Give me Jaden Greathouse. Give me Jaden Greathouse. Like I said, we said this earlier, is one of those four has to get in the two deep. And I think with his where he's coming from, the offense, the lovely play he plays in Texas, he has to come in being the odds-on favorite to be number one out of that group of four. And then uh, lastly, UND Irish 3 on our message board said, opinion on Brandon Joseph, does he stay or go off in the NFL? What do you think he'll do, Tim? 
I've always thought he's leaving. I've always said he's going to do his one and done. He's got his degree, Northwestern, you know, all the credits from there. Came to Notre Dame to go pro. I would, yeah, I, Hart, I, I could see because, you know, he's been there the longest. He wants to stay another year. I wouldn't be surprised if Joseph leave. I would put two bucks saying he, he goes. If he comes back, great, because I think safety is one of those little wiggle areas that they yeah. may need some help next year. So I would say he leaves. That's my guess. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's um, show. Appreciate everyone who's watched along this entire time. Make sure you hit that thumbs up before you get out of here. If you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel yet, join our 20,000 strong um, and our YouTube subscribers and, um, and, and sign up for that totally free. You just need a YouTube Gmail account um, and uh, you can do that. Head to blueandgold.com for all the coverage of Notre Dame athletics. Um, very busy time in recruiting, just two weeks, 14 days until National Signing Day. So we'll have you covered. And um, especially with Transfer Portal news, what's going on there, I'll do our best to keep you. I did post on the board today a receiver name to keep an eye on from the Transfer Portal. So um, trying to keep you updated there as well. Folks, again, I appreciate you. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.